You're listening to Cancer and COVID-19, a podcast series from Cancer Council New South Wales. Information and support for uncertain times. In this episode, we're turning our attention to telehealth. What is it? When is it being used for cancer care? And how can you get the most out of your telehealth appointments? I'm Jenny Bruce from the Cancer Information Unit at Cancer Council New South Wales. And I'm talking with Karen Robinson, one of the wonderful health professionals from our 131120 Information and Support Service. Just to be clear, this podcast contains general information only. So we recommend that you talk to appropriate professionals about your individual situation. You can also call Cancer Council 131120 if you have any questions or visit our website at cancercouncil.com.au. Karen, we hear that many people with cancer are now being offered telehealth appointments. So what exactly is telehealth? Telehealth has been around for quite a while in regional and remote areas, and it varies. Some consultations are via a video call um, where you actually see your health professionals and they can see you, and some are via the phone. So it's your usual consultations, but they're either via um, video link or via the telephone. So you would still see the same people you would normally see. You'd still talk about the same things you would normally talk about, but you're in your home and they're in their offices. Great. And so how is telehealth being used for people with cancer? It's the same as if you would be going to your normal appointments. So it can be done with your oncologist, your GP, some of your allied health professionals, There'll be some consultations that still be, need to be face-to-face because there might be some examination needed, but it's the same appointment. So talking about your results, talking about a change in medication or prescription. So just the same as before, but via video conferencing or via telephone. And it just reduces the amount of exposure that you have face-to-face or getting out in the community. So it's to help people to be able to stay at home. And um, as you may know, when you go to your oncology centre, there's a lot of people in a waiting room. So it's to reduce that and to keep people at home. And so this has sort of been extended and made much more available because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Is that right? That's exactly right. It's often being used in regional and remote areas and they used to be able to have that Medicare benefit. But because of COVID-19, this has been extended. So now, wherever you live, you may be able to have telehealth appointments with your GP and your cancer specialists and also your allied health professionals. So can you give me some examples of allied health professionals that you might be able to see with a telehealth appointment? So you could see your nurses, your care coordinators, um, dietitian, social workers, psychologists, counselling. So some of those are the people that you might be seeing already or you might want to see in the future. So you said it can be via phone or video. Is it sort of more one than the other? Do you get to choose which you prefer? How does that work? Well, I guess it will depend on your doctors and allied health professionals and what sort of um, options they've got available. And it's what options you've got available. So not everybody has a computer or a screen that they can use at home. So it will depend on um, those things. So if you're 
um, have got the capabilities and your health professionals got the capabilities, then it will be via video conference. If not, if not, you can speak to your team about phone consultation. Okay, and what would a telehealth appointment usually cost? Is it sort of the same as a face-to-face? How does that work? Well, the government has given Medicare rebates, as I said, for um, telehealth consultations. So if you go to a public clinic normally, the cost will be free. If you normally go to a private consultation, then you'll need to find out from your health professional whether it will still be, you'll still have out-of-pocket expenses like you did before, or if it's now going to be covered by Medicare. Okay, so sometimes you might be able to ask if it can be bulk billed. Yeah, yeah. So speak speak to your health professional and see what their options are. So you can always ask if it can be bulk billed. So what are the advantages of telehealth? So the advantages of um, telehealth is that you get to stay in your home and as we all know, the government's asking us to stay home as much as possible. Um, so the advantages are you don't have to go and wait for parking and you don't have to wait around in that waiting room. And I guess some of the drawbacks are that it takes a little bit of getting used to for people to do telehealth and to not be there face-to-face with their doctor or health professional. So I think it's worth thinking about how you will feel about these and some of the challenges it might bring up. Some people are concerned about not having their family members or their support person with them. So if it's over the phone, you might need to put your doctor on speaker. Yes, how can you make sure your support person is involved in that conversation? What if the person doesn't actually live in the same place with you? So if the person doesn't live in the same place with you, you can ask if there's the option for a conference call. Or if that person is able to visit you, they might be able to come to your home and you might be able to to do those appointments together. But however, the doctors might not ring when they say they will ring because appointments might go over. So it might mean that you're waiting at home like you would normally wait in that office. So it's worth mentioning to that support person that just as if they were taking you to an appointment, there might be some delay in the time and they might be waiting around for a little bit of time. And you can also ask your team with their other telehealth appointments, is there usually much delay? Are they managing to mostly meet the appointment times? And if I don't feel that comfortable about having a telehealth appointment, can I just ask for a face-to-face instead? Is that up to me or is everything telehealth now? No. So there's some appointments that can't be done via telehealth. There's some appointments that your health professional will want to see you. So there is the option for face-to-face, but it's it's worth really considering if you want to go to the hospital. They are really trying to keep the number of people going to hospitals as limited as possible. So it's worth really giving some thought to whether you do really want to do that face-to-face or you know, trying to give it a go if you like. The other thing is, is that because they're trying to limit the number of people who are going to hospitals, you may wait longer for an appointment than you would normally wait for. So look, it's really worth weighing those up. Nobody's going to force you to have a telehealth or a phone consultation, but it's worth giving that that a try. So Karen, 
Can you give me some tips for people who are about to have a telehealth appointment? Sort of how can they get the most out of that appointment? Well, I think it's worth writing a list of questions beforehand, like you would if you were going to an appointment normally. Have a pen and paper to write some of the answers. It's worth thinking about a few days before your appointment to review the the process to make sure you're clear on what's going to happen and then you can call the cancer centre or your GP and ask any questions about like for example who's calling who. Those instructions should be given to you but just review that to make sure you know what you're doing with that appointment. And if it's a phone telehealth appointment I guess it's quite different, isn't it? Because normally when you're face-to-face, the health professional, your doctor or whoever you're seeing can see you and I guess pick things up. So is there any sort of extra tips there for how you can make sure your doctor knows what's really going on with you? I think that's a really good point. You need to be aware that they can't see you. And so being more descriptive about um, how you're feeling and um, any concerns that you might have, you know, mention anything that is changing or different or something that might be visible to you and they're not going to be able to see. So it's worth being more descriptive about your condition and making a list of those those types of things as well to make sure that you let the health professional know. If you're listening to this podcast and you've got some more questions about telehealth or you're still not feeling very comfortable, who can you talk to? You can always talk to your health professional. So you can ask the cancer centre or your care coordinator or nurse, there's a receptionist. And if it, you're having a telehealth or phone consultation with your GP, you can speak to the receptionist. You can always call the information and support line at Cancer Council on 13 11 20. But the Cancer Council Australia and Cancer Council New South Wales do have some information on their websites as well that you might want to look at. That's it for this episode of Cancer and COVID-19, a podcast from Cancer Council New South Wales. For more free episodes, you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app, or visit our website at cancercouncil.com.au. If you're looking for more information or simply want to talk through your concerns, you can call the Cancer Council 13 11 20 Information and Support Service from anywhere in Australia. If you or someone you care about has been affected by cancer, we're here for you.